0: What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Kiss My Angelus. I have been on a short vacation, uh, adult summer vacation, as I like to call it. Uh, so I'm happy to be back. I hope all of you guys are enjoying your summer. We're going to kick off uh, another season of the podcast with a really fun episode called Date Like a Feminist. Um, I'm hoping this is a series, <laughs> but I think I'm going to run out of guy friends. We'll see. Uh, today on the podcast is uh, Armin Haftvani and Mark Lee, both of whom are amateur comics in one way or another. Uh, Armin is of recent Tinder fame. He, for you single ladies who are active on the site, uh, he is the guy who makes puns out of his matches names. Um, and he also does what he likes to call shitty post-it note art. All very bohemian artist and very Los Angeles, really awesome. So We're going to have a good time today. We're going to talk about dating. Uh, I'm going to dig into these guys' tactics and lives and see if I can shed some feminist insight, some of my womanly, uh, I don't know what it is. I like to insert my opinion in guys' dating lives. Let's be honest. All right, let's get right to it. We have a really good time on the podcast and it's great to be back. Both of you guys are single, right?
1: Mm -hmm. Yep.
0: So tell me what your day-to-day is like just with work and stuff.
1: So after Hoover, went to Pasadena City College. Okay. Uh, did the uh, two-year grind to try to get. So it took me, what, three or four years to mm-hmm. get to Cal State LA. Uh, didn't finish. Started working. Cool. Uh, made Apple full-time. Nice. So it's it's a 40-hour gig.
0: How do you like working for Apple?
1: It's a good company to work for. You know, like... Uh, I don't talk about it too much just because it's so draining on you, you know? So Uh, you talk about all this product, you're interacting with all these people and it's like talking about it outside or on a podcast or anywhere, like even on stage. It's just, uh, it's really draining. Yeah, it's like
0: more work on top of work.
1: Yeah, because you have to be, if you want to succeed there, you have to be invested. You, You have to be, I'm going 110%, you know, whether it's, from being nice to people to learning every like all the product and be able to talk about it yeah. because you have those people come in. It's like and they start quizzing you, yeah. yeah and yeah. I'm like, dude, I don't fucking know. Like yeah. I, I just work here. I I pushed a product, and- right?
0: Like I didn't make this. Yeah. I wasn't on the research team. And Armin, tell me about your y- you live in your little piece of the dream. Tell me about that.
2: Um, <clears throat> okay, after high school, I did the college thing for a year. And I hated it. And because I went into it thinking I could do what I did in high school, which is just like squeak by. Right. And you can't. You actually have to care a little bit. Yeah. And I didn't. Because it's optional now, you know? And so after a year and failing both classes or however many classes I had, my parents and my family sat me down. They're like, you're not doing anything. So we are sending you away. And it sounds much more dramatic than it was. I um that's
0: surprising coming from you. Up
2: there you <laughs> um so I went I went to Chile for 2 months to study Spanish and I was staying with a family the whole time. And I was just going to school every day and it was 4 hours a day. It was really nice. But I was terrified because I didn't know Spanish mm-hmm. and my family didn't know English. So for the first like 3 weeks it was kind of just sign language and yelling at each other. Right. Until one day just clicked and I got the language. Mm-hmm. And then I started having fun. And then I came back for a week and then I went backpacking in Central America. Cool. And that was three or four months and I did Guatemala, Honduras, Nicaragua, and Costa Rica with a little group of people. And people I didn't know, was this program my brother found. And that was great. That was living in the not touristy areas and like doing volunteer work and mm-hmm. doing, learning a little bit of Spanish and stuff, but... That was the best way to learn a language. Just get tossed in there. And then came back, tried school again. It didn't work out again. <laughs> and at that point, I was like, I'm done. Because I don't dislike school, but I don't know what I wanted to learn. Right. So I didn't want to keep just grinding out classes. Yeah, plus classes. it's
0: pretty expensive. You know, that stuff adds up.
2: And so I kind of just bounced from jobs to jobs. because I never really enjoyed what I would do. And I don't love my job right now, but it's... The best one I've had, mm-hmm. and it's just—I'm just a mailroom clerk and a receptionist, but it's—I—I I can do it. Right, right. You know, I can—I can make my shitty little doodles that I draw every day, yeah, and just answer phones, and <sighs> it's relatively easy work.
0: So, are you still doing stand-up?
2: No, um, I do it once in a while. I jump on in and out, like one year in. Two years out, things like that.
0: What makes you kind of go on hiatus or whatever?
2: Combination of like, I don't feel funny Mm -hmm. enough to warrant doing stand-up. And also, at one point, it starts feeling like a job. Right. Because I could just go to open mics whenever I want, but that's just, and Mark can agree, that's just talking to other comics Right, don't care what you have to say. And if I want to do stand-up, I want to be in a room full of people and... Them laughing at everything I'm saying. Mm -hmm. And comics don't care. They won't laugh because they're writing their own notes. Right. But to do shows, you have to grind it out. You have to go advertise for the show, bring people in, and it becomes exhausting. and It becomes a job, Mm -hmm. and I stop caring at that point. Yeah. I love doing it as a hobby. I never want it to be a career.
0: Got it.
1: And comedians are the worst people in the world, typically. They're, you know, they're all Mr. Fun up on stage, making them laugh. Right. And you kind of just see them off the stage and they're just scum. Like, like they're, they're unhappy, mm-hmm. you know, it becomes the, you know, they're so miserable. Right. But, you know, you're not really good at working a nine to five, but you can tell, you know, shitty, inappropriate jokes and make yeah. a bunch of drunk people laugh and you find your niche. And, but- there's the 97% of the people that don't make it. Right. So they're all jaded and not even fun, but yeah. they're not even successful either. And it, you're just, it's very mentally draining to be around that kind of I'm sure. vibe. Just because you're, when I first started doing it, I was like, oh man, I'm like, I'm pretty stoked to be here. I'm really happy. And then, you know, there's a bunch of new people who are new and then you see the, the frequent the people who would always frequent the rooms. Right. And they're just in and out and it's a business. And sometimes I respected that. I, I do respect that because it's a business. But then there's the ones who are just like not having it. Like I, I don't expect you to be the, hey man, how's it going? Like, and yeah, be all super yeah. energetic. But if I tell you that's a nice set, I'd appreciate you to just say, hey, like, thanks. And yeah, yeah. not just like, yeah.
0: I feel like everything, especially like artistic pursuits, anything in like the industry technically, like it's, hard to do and it's shitty for the better part of your path there, you know? But, I mean, for you, Armin, I I mean, I wasn't aware, but like, it's totally like a hobby type of thing. Like, what about you? Is it something that it's just like a release? Was it something you always thought you would maybe do at some point?
1: It forced me to write. Nice. You know, so, when I do a podcast, there's a little bit of prep into it, but there's not a lot of prep either. So, Mm -hmm. like, You'll get your stories, and then I'll think of a joke here and there. I'm like, oh, that's funny, and then that's kind of we just talk about whatever happens, right, right. and then the hour goes by like that. But when you're on stage, you have a time frame of four minutes, six minutes, eight minutes, right. and you have a tight set. So I can't just go up there and start riffing about, hey, how this is what happened to my day. It's like I gotta hit these jokes mm-hmm. in eight minutes and laughs per minute. And kind of just break it down into science. And if you tell a story for too long with no ending, you've wasted four minutes.
0: Right, right. So
1: it, it helped me write and helped me be concise. Okay. Uh, And, you know, just stage presence. You know, it, to be comfortable. I mean, why were you
0: looking for those things specifically? Like, I mean, as far as writing, were you writing before? Is with just the kind of career you wanted to get into? Or like, how did you find that you were gaining those things out of stand-up?
1: Well, I wanted to... Cause I was kind of a good student and I like back to like, you know, comedians who aren't good at nine to fives, yeah. I, I'm not that good, you know, systematically working through like through a scheduled day, but I, I was kind of drawn to that. I think that's in the back of my mind, I didn't think that, but I was drawn to that because I, I kind of lack in those skills. So Got it's just it. a matter of, you know, taking my shitty attributes and then kind of Taking stand-up to- Turning
0: them to gold. Yeah, turning them
1: to gold, you know? (laughs) Uh, And that's what I think really helped out, which was, you know, I wasn't really the greatest public speaker, Mm -hmm. you know, growing up. And I still have my opportunities and my weaknesses up there, but it's helped a lot, you know? like To be just sitting behind a mic for an hour is not the easiest thing to do. Totally.
0: And like just with these people just staring at you, like, say something.
1: Yeah. And, and, uh, you know, I've had moments where I've died on stage. Yeah. You know, and just ate shit, and you're like, "Man, this is the longest eight minutes of my life." And everyone's just staring, and like every, and you oh, know, God. everyone's everyone is pulling for you, like, and that's the thing. Everyone's like, "I want to laugh because you're just doing so terrible." Please do something, and that's I just you, sometimes you can't give it to them for whatever reason. Yeah, and
0: uh, it's not an easy thing to do. You know, not. but I agree. I think that's well said. Like the audience wants, they're rooting for you. You know, I mean, aside from the hecklers, but I feel like for the most part, like, they came to laugh. They want you to make them laugh. Has comedy helped you with women?
2: Being Uh, funny (laughs) is easily 90% of the reason I've gotten dates. Nice. Because... It
0: sounds like you should turn that hobby into more of a (laughs) moneymaker.
2: It's because... I don't know how to explain it. I... Most of the time, I don't care if how I'm it, how I'm perceived by people. Like, I want people to like me, but I'm not going to change myself mm-hmm. for the most part to do to accommodate that.
0: Are you talking specifically in a dating context?
2: Yes. Um, well, no, in, in in any in any context. When I meet a group of people, I'm just me, and. But I'm not I'm not you know an offensive dude. I'm not a shitty dude. I I'm happy to meet everybody and I'm and I want to get to know everybody I see. I'm not going to I'm not the dude who's making, you know, the the off-colored jokes immediately. Right, right. I'm not trying to insult people to get laughs. I have people like me. I'm just friendly and happy to, you know, meet everyone. And then the jokes start coming out. And usually it's much more of a of a wit thing, mm-hmm. I, I would think. And women like that.
0: Wit, yes, I would agree with that.
2: And there's there's the old adage, old as in maybe past however many years, the two rules to dating are be attractive, don't be unattractive.
0: <laughs> That's a good one.
2: And people take that as be good looking. Right. Which it's not. Agree. Which is infuriating when I see people thinking, oh, well, I look like this, I'm never going to get a date. Mm -hmm. That's not what it means. And I genuinely get upset at that because I am proof positive you don't need to be a good-looking dude to get dates. You just happen to be good-looking and funny. He's only saying that because I drove him here. (laughs) Mm -hmm. It's not, it's...
0: (sighs) No, I agree though. And I I especially agree. I mean, I think that's harder for women to accept within themselves than even men sometimes because of how much, not just men, but, you know, media and our culture emphasizes appearance, especially a woman's appearance. But I think women are way more intuitive in dating, you know, where it's like, it's an energy, you know, attractiveness is an energy you're, putting forward. It's not a look, you know?
2: You just, just be the, be the cool guy is basically like, just be cool. Don't be be, the
0: you guy, you know, and that's cool enough. Um, What about you? How has comedy helped you? Has it helped you in your dating life?
1: I think some, in some cases, yes. In some cases, no. Uh, I think when I become too comfortable, I, I, you forget that when you're talking to a girl for the first time, we're going to first date. It's kind of like an interview. Yeah, and if you say <laughs> yeah. the wrong trigger like, phrases or words, and uh, y- you get too comfortable in the interview, you- you're gonna you're gonna botch it, and yeah. you're gonna lose the second interview or the second date in this case, right? Um, I think to Armin's point, you know, like w- women will be, I guess you can say, more forgiving in the sense where like you're not as attractive. But you know, if you can charm them, then you can have an extra five minutes to speak to them, and you can probably win them over. Yeah. So uh, I think there's been times where like I'm I'm cooking, like I'm I'm on fire with jokes, and I'm like, oh yeah, like this is really going really well, and then you say that wrong joke, or you say that wrong story and you're like oh i didn't know you're really that conservative my bad and and i I don't get to go any further seal the deal like with a kiss or going further just because i said something stupid right right. so i I think it's been it's been good to me but it's also been a hindrance in certain dates too
0: i mean going back to like the attractive unattractive thing like i think it's not that you know, you have to like balance out not being the stereotypical good-looking. I think there are so many definitions of good-looking men to women, you know, and not because men themselves are stereotypical when it comes to the beauty they like in women, but what you see is very standardized as far as like images of beautiful women. It's kind of like, it becomes more and more standardized. It looks the same. There isn't a lot of variation. There are specific things. But I think with men, like, it's more malleable. Like, there's different things and and wit, like, comedy and and wit and personality is actually taken into consideration, which sometimes isn't even allotted to women. But, um, yeah, I think that's interesting that, like, it isn't, like, using... I feel like it isn't, like, using comedy more than other things, but that if you're funny, then it's it works better to just show the natural side of you that works, you know? And, like, I don't know. Like, what... Are, are there specific jokes or stories or stuff that like put some women off like that you know for you know what I mean that like while you were talking to them because you were saying like you might say the wrong thing say the wrong joke but like um, like what types of things do you think turn it around sometimes when talking to a woman you know
1: you mean if like I've messed up and I'm trying to repair yeah. the situation <laughs> yeah. like what crisis was control the mess
0: up yes
1: so uh, there's a and I incorporate it in the stand-up and it's not that of a joke, years removed, but at the time I was Fine. like, This is gold, this is awesome, <laughs> and uh this is a true story. And I was just bored one day, and I'm reading about Robocop mm-hmm. and the genesis of RoboCop and the symbolism of it, and like you know, it's a deeper movie, it's it's super gory and graphic for the time it was made in the 80s. And well, I'm nerding out right now talking about that No, that's yeah. dope. I loved and, RoboCop. Yeah.
0: I didn't know that there was like these it, deeper, you know.
1: And, it's, and then it becomes Christianity. And then RoboCop uh, is Jesus.
0: Oh, it, it, I love And Do you want to- This, it, is it, awesome. it, this
1: uh, Now I'm, I'm picking up, right? No. This, is, this is exactly what the, the date was. <laughs> because when you think about it, Murphy was betrayed. Jesus was Okay, betrayed. you're going to have
0: to remind me a little bit because it has been a while, but I do, I loved RoboCop. Yeah.
1: Murphy is RoboCop. He okay, was a okay, dude. So if you remember, dude. he gets set up by his, his own friend, his partner to a drug deal and he gets killed.
0: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
1: And in the same sense, Jesus was the same. He got set up and killed, right?
0: Ah.
1: Jesus was risen from the dead. RoboCop was risen as a robot. Right. And then when you think about it, RoboCop walked through water and robots can't walk through water. Jesus walked on water. Man cannot walk it. on water. I love it. And I'm- I'm sold yeah, on it, the
0: Jesus theory. Yeah.
1: It, and that's what it was. And when I was telling this story to- like, cause you So know you're
0: what, on a date with a girl and you're yeah, telling her this. Yeah. This
1: is my lead in date, by the way, like uh, a <laughs> RoboCop. And she was telling me she was like, and, and I guess the reason what got this going was she told me, she was pretty Christian. She was like, "Oh yeah, I'm religious." Like you know, she and-
0: told you she was religious, and you followed up with RoboCop. Well,
1: I, you have to keep in mind, like this was two weeks fresh in my head. I was drilling this and like <laughs> yeah, watching yeah. a movie and Wikipedia <laughs> and so fanfics, and I was excited yeah. and you know, like because the date was going so well. Yeah. We're all ch- talking, chatting it up. This is awesome, and then that happened. And as I'm telling the story, and I got to the. Robocop walks through water and you can't walk through ro- water if you're a robot. I was like, I sound like a fucking nerd. And then she started laughing. <laughs> She's really polite. But you know, if we rewind it six minutes before my whole speech, <laughs> she was like, I'm yeah, I'm going on a I'm going to youth camp and oh we're God. gonna be talking about Jesus to the kids and all this stuff. And I just essentially took Jesus and said he is a Robocop. <laughs> And that there oh, wasn't. Oh, I, I think she was very polite. She's very sweet, and you know she didn't tell me check, please. Right, right, right. But I
0: mean, honestly, in that scenario, I I would side with you.
1: Y- I, I mean, you would. <laughs> I would. But you know, the girl facing across on the date, which I drove God. like forty minutes for, oh,
0: and I just sucks. whiffed
1: it with that story, <laughs> and I'm like, and, and see when I, when I'm when I'm on a date, I always. I I keep track of certain things. Like, you know, did I make her laugh? Did I do the right gestures? Did I pull out a chair? Did I open a car door? All these different things. And I'm telling them in my head. And it's like a boxing match. And what I did was I threw a punch and I somehow hit myself.
0: Knockout round. Yeah.
1: And I I lost the match because I did that. I I, I did that to myself. I slipped and I ruined it.
0: Do you think because you kind of are, you know, A, you're probably a little nervous or whatever, and and you're trying to keep track of all these things, that it takes you out of the element of actually processing what's happening with the person sitting across from you? Like, okay, say the RoboCop story. Yeah. I think, Great story. Yeah. I'm not religious though. Yeah. But still, great story. My God, it's awesome. I
1: mean, if, if I had to give myself some credit, I mean, who par- can come up with- Thank you. I symbol, did not know yeah, that. The parallels.
0: And who doesn't love RoboCop? That's what I'm saying. She it, like, obviously should love RoboCop and she clearly loves Jesus. Like, brings the two together.
1: I mean, ultimately, I, I think I came out as a win on that. I mean, I, I mean four years removed, <laughs> of course. But, but I would but say time, like-
0: if the story feels like it's going on, like if it was like it, whatever exaggerated or not, like the five or six minutes, like mm-hmm. tune back into like because I think women will give off a lot of body language and energy when they're not interested or when oh, they're yeah. kind of like, Ugh, yeah. I like Jesus though yeah. in a real way. Um, anyway, that would be my advice. But that was that was a really good. Parallel to draw. So keep that story oh, in your arsenal of date stories. That's
1: more third date now. You know, <laughs> I don't want to lead into that and give away And it's the second a second date. Third date story. Yeah, I agree. Th- third shows date. Shows
0: depth. Shows mm. depth of character, you know, and like passion, because if you go down the rabbit hole, like that takes a curious mind. I'm telling you I could draw a lot of things from that. That's really good. Armin, tell me about your um Your new Tinder method that you've been using (laughs) lately. Um, Let's talk about Tinder for a second. Are you on Tinder? I am. All right. That's exciting. What does your profile say? What does the bio part say?
1: Let's look it up. I will will say with uh, Tinder and OkCupid have gotten me good at... We're talking about dating. And this is a new form of dating, essentially. You know, this is the vetting of it. And uh, the one thing it has gotten me is... I like to kind of boast, like, humble brag that I can tell who's transgender and who's…
0: Wow. Yeah.
1: It's it's a skill I've, I've learned. It, you're not born <laughs> How with How do this. you
0: confirm it, though? Like, do you…
1: Well, I, I think, for the most part, the transgender community is really… Uh, I think they put it out… Well, they do. They, they do put it in a profile. I'm transgender. Right. And I think it's to save the embarrassment of… Right. I had no idea, and then I brought him up to my place, and surprise. Yeah.
0: So, I was actually so. talking about this with a couple of my friends and and uh, we were actually, we were talking about um, trans people, like post-op, like, you know, how they're completely transitioned and that, you know, we were theorizing that like in a few years, probably sooner than we think. Like, I feel like, A, if you're completely post-op, like as men, right? Like if it's completely post-op and you can't really tell, at what point does it, is it okay, you know? for you. Maybe not like in this, I think it's still kind of a new realm. I don't know for like a lot of people are like the the mass public. Anyway, my friend basically showed me this girl on Tinder and like, I'm telling you this girl was a girl. Like there was Mm -hmm. just nothing masculine at all there, you know, whatever. And so for me, it was kind of like, I'm interested to see if we get there to that point where it's like at a certain point, it's a female. Like this person is female because everything works.
1: Yeah, it's the 2016 crying game, right? So, like with post-op. So, like my thing is, I'm pretty like liberal and like accepting to everything about you know if you're if you're a transgender and you want to be called a woman, and that's how you're wired. Okay, that's cool. Yeah. I think for the most part, if I'm settling down for me long-term right. goal, it's like that's not going to be something. That, and right. I, I think. I think there's this whole thing where you have to be really accepting or you're against it. Right, and right, right. and you kind of get shunned, like dude, I'm not gonna date. No, that's like why, that. yeah,
0: like you choose for your own life. I yeah. think what I'm saying is like, let's say you slept with a woman, um with a woman, and then later found out this woman you, like, do you know what I mean? Would mm-hmm. it go down as sleeping with a guy in your book? Like, I feel like maybe it would today, but I don't think it will anymore. I think A, if this person, it's not like, you know what I'm saying? It's not like there's a penis down there. There's a, you know, thanks to the miracle of plastic surgery, a vagina down there. And it's a woman, you know? So that's what I'm saying. And I'm not saying like marry this person or whatever, but like, like, and I'm saying, let's say after Mm -hmm. the fact, to yourself, would it be like you had sex with a guy?
1: I, I, for me, I think if that happened and I was like, I had no idea. I wouldn't tell anybody. I would probably tell my inner circle. I'm like, dude, this chick was a dude, and yeah, you couldn't tell. Yeah, and
0: like not to you know not to undermine any sort of betrayal you would feel after that from a person, right? But I'm just saying, let's you know, in a but, I, I,
1: I, if if that were to happen to me, I am not tweeting about it. I am not. (laughs) Yeah, I, but I just said that, but in
0: your own head, in your own head, would it feel like you slept with a dude?
1: I'd have a little. Reservation and to if myself. You, if you're
0: saying you know you could like spot someone who's yeah. transgender yeah. on tr- on Tinder, you yeah. know how
1: yeah.
0: like the the lengths we've come mm-hmm. and how like, dude, I'm telling you, this girl, like, I really feel like she was trolling my friend because I'm like, <laughs> there is no way she used to be a guy, like that's yeah. impossible. But what about you, Armin? A random question of the day, but I n- I need to know now.
2: <laughs> I I think it would be it wouldn't bo- it wouldn't be like upset me. It wouldn't bother me. Okay. You know, because the only thing would that would would be if I wasn't I what didn't know beforehand. Yeah, and that's more of a like a trust and lying
0: thing. Yeah, I know. I was then, trying to kind of avoid that whole part, sorry. but in, you in, know, yeah. yeah. But I no, yeah. I, I get what you're saying. I think like the issue would, of course, be like you were betrayed but in a little my head, bit. Would I think,
2: but, did I sleep with a guy? Probably not, because if everything is functioning.
0: Which, by the way, so I started like doing my trans research. I just wanted to know how like functional everything was once post-op, like, because I just feel like if it, it's getting good enough to the point where it's like, where do you even, you know what I mean? This person is living their life as a woman. So it's a woman. I don't know.
1: Yeah. I, I, I think at the end of the day, like my internal struggle would be, I, and I'm not even going to joke about this. I think when I talk about my humble bag of a skill, of being able to identify that instinctively I got it wrong. And I think that's where it's like, as a guy, I'm like, oh my God, I I didn't know. And that's where you're like, then if I didn't know this, what's going to happen next? And then it becomes this whole domino effect of where do I go from here? (laughs) Am I into dudes now? And like, like, does it (laughs) open up Pandora's box of, am I into trannies? I'm going to go to Santa Monica Boulevard and go look for it. And I I think uh, that's what my, my thought process is now, if that were to happen, I'm like, right. I don't know. Like, I don't know what to trust. If I can't trust my instinct anymore, then what's going to happen to me out there?
0: Yeah. I mean, I could, it, I could see like where it, like the fear comes from, you know what I mean? But it's, it's interesting that like with a lot of things, it's how, it's like, what does this say about me? Mm-hmm. You know what I yeah. mean? Which is like you know, arguably the hardest thing to get over in anything, you know. Hey, dude, am I gay? <laughs> What's going on? That's what, yeah, that's what, like, I think about in those terms. Like, that. I, I wouldn't think that that makes you gay, and I wouldn't think that means you slept with a guy, because, you know, I'm not saying that you could draw that line in a lot of places. I it just becomes... spectrum. But it's, at that point, I mean, if you're still going to be... Uh, you know, formerly a guy. Like, what? What else do you have to do? Like, after I saw this girl and many other trans people, I'm like, dude, you're a woman. That's fine.
1: I think what weirds me out about it is if they're they can palm my head with their hand. If they can go shack and palm it, that's where it becomes a little weird for me. I'm like, uh, I feel I, like
0: I, I could because I have huge, <laughs> huge hands. I feel like, but um, I'm not trans, so.
1: No, I, I, I looking it. at the hands from across here, I feel like you, you, <laughs> well, you can kind
0: of get it for like, yeah, okay, but you
1: can kind of grip my head for a little bit, but it's going to fall.
0: Right. Yeah. Cause they're not big. They're just, yeah. they're chubby. So I agree.
1: You have good grip.
0: Yeah. <laughs> anyway, veered a little off course, but good to know. Um, the world is becoming a more tolerant place. Your Tinder profile. What does the bio say? Armin, take your phone out. Oh, you oh, took yours
1: out. God, you're going to make me read it. It's, I mean, you don't have to read uh, all no, of no, it. No. Give us
0: the highlights. I, I will.
1: It's it's in pub, it's public domain, so That's I true. should be able to read it if I wrote it. <laughs> it says, uh, "LA native, always down for a good Alanis Morissette song oh and my coffee God. and cafe nervosa." <laughs> oh my goodness! Shout out to Fraser.
0: Ty. Oh, did you hear what he said? His profile says on Twitter. <laughs> Can you read that again, so he
1: it Says, "LA native, always down for a good Alanis Morissette song."
0: Dude, Alanis rocks. I am obsessed with Alanis Warren's that? Oh, up
1: top. I am Come obsessed on. with her. <laughs> Dude, the power ballads that she's like. <laughs> amazing. It, we talk about rap songs being like the diss track. That's the ultimate diss song. Dude, she is uh,
0: like an amazing song. Yeah,
1: and she she has a great voice. Yeah, yeah. And it sounds like I'm joking about it, but I am a really big fan of Alanis. God,
0: that's amazing. She has a podcast now, by the way.
1: I she? did hear that. Yeah. yeah I, I, I awesome. Yeah because I always go through phases of, I, I look up Alanis and I don't. And then with James <laughs> you Corden. You a
0: mystery. Yeah,
1: with James Corden, when she kind of brought came back and did the ironic. Right. I was yes, like, oh my god, awesome. I forgot that I love her. <laughs> so, uh, I'm, I'm on the Alanis train again.
0: Okay, so I'm going to give you an A+, plus, a feminist A-plus for that bio because of the Alanis reference alone. I think that's great. Armin.
2: I didn't know we were being graded on this. Okay. You're
0: not being graded, but he said Alanis Morissette. Dude, how could I not hand mm-hmm. out gold yeah, stars Yeah, right here? now
2: it's a lot of fun. You know what isn't fun? Anytime the word ironic is brought up when we're together (laughs) and really quietly he'll just say don't you think (laughs) (laughs) like it's the funniest fucking thing I've ever heard
0: oh my god
2: and it's the first time I feel like we need to start an
0: Alanis Morissette fan club like I think this needs to be session one of the Alanis Morissette official fan club I'm obsessed with her um and I just feel like...
2: <laughs> I don't dislike her. No, I think she's Do you great. remember
0: There's- it's dogma that she's God in the mm-hmm. movie, right? Yeah. I want to live in that world <laughs> because Alanis Morissette is God. And I feel like I'd be totally okay with that. All right. Stop beating around the bush. What does uh, your Tinder profile say? Mine
2: says, you may recognize me from other dating apps, such as, okay, it's come to this. And Grindr, I hardly knew her.
0: <laughs> good. I like it. I That's make good.
2: I make awful post-it note drawings and tell jokes on stage once in a while. Whatever, really. To be honest, I'm just going to make a shitty pun with your name and post it on my personal Instagram, which is true. Which is literally all I use this app for now. Um, well,
0: but wasn't that initially a means to an end? You don't have your own picture on there.
2: No, all of, no, I don't. All of these pictures. But then, are then my it doodles. looks like
0: that makes you a fake person, not a fake person. But you know what I mean? Yeah, like there's a, a safety issue.
2: Oh, absolutely. But I mean, look at this: 40 matches my my matches skyrocketed wow. when i took my pictures off
0: wait and like everything was still the same including like your hype with the post it notes and the no
2: no no i i basically became the post it note drawer well you have to major. infuse
0: your actual self in there
2: i feel like i would be lying to these forty girls if i all of a sudden start putting Why?
0: my Why we have already established that girls there's no type of man, right, except a cool guy that's not going to rape and murder you. That's a big deal. yeah. The
1: Post-it drawer is way better than the strangler. So exactly. I, I feel like you, this could be your.
0: And you've already established that you're funny. You know what I mean.
2: But they swiped right because of the novelty of the Post-its. But that's your in. But now, yeah, if I switch you, to my real picture. No,
0: you don't have to. It doesn't have to be one or the other. Just have a picture of you. you should, on yeah, I mean, one. You could pick whichever one. Should I make, make it sure my it's main clear. picture?
1: No, I think what you're doing there is perfect because how do you stand out? And I think when we're talking about women looking at Tinder versus guys looking at Tinder, they're actually reading the profile.
0: Yes. What it looks like when
1: I'm swiping through Tinder is cool, cool, (laughs) cool, cool, transgender, cool, cool, cool. (laughs) So what what I'm doing is a lot different than what girls are doing. Girls, and we've talked about this, they will message you to say, it's my turn. Do a pun with my name. Yeah, that has actually so that's of course, that's the because end. they think you're funny, and I think what you're doing is you've you've done the icebreaker. This is the icebreaker. Yeah, they've come to you, and how do you capitalize on that and go further?
0: Yeah, and then plus, if you don't have any picture on it, then the picture becomes this like a big reveal, and it turns into all this pressure. Have a normal. I feel like you should be smoking a pipe. I don't know. Maybe that's just my own aesthetic. But so like,
2: I have this cool guy picture. I really like. <laughs> It's like an action shot. Oh my God. Okay.
0: This is what I well, think you we should can, do. We can or, do a
2: little better than that. Fine. How about that one?
0: <laughs> no. See, what you're, not doing, a good angle. you're
1: doing is self-sabotaging this. Like you're, you're doing this.
0: You're to too start nervous. Off. Here. Yeah. Let me see your picture options. Let's go on your Facebook. Oh, okay. Good, good, because good. Good. it Facebook has to be <laughs> a normal Picture of you, Ugh. just normal. Don't <laughs> yeah. leave any mystery. I you don't, know, I like
2: don't do that anymore. I don't do normal pictures. Well, I here. can't smile properly. I, I, I mean,
0: that's it. fine. It just has to be of you and not like, you know. And look, they say this to girls all the time. You know what I mean? If it's gonna be all up shots, then people are gonna wonder what's what you're angling away from. Just be normal.
1: Yeah, I don't look at you from. No. I'm not nine feet tall, so I don't look at you from up here. <laughs> exactly. So I, I need the. Face to face.
0: First of all, you should put this on there because okay. it's a good animation, and that's cool. I'm not saying for the picture, but include you know things that prove that you're a real person. <laughs> this baby is adorable.
2: My hand is in one of the shots. That's when I'm writing.
0: These Christmas sweater ones are really good too. Yeah, I think
1: you've taken this to like it becomes its own Instagram fad or phenomenon that you've created. But you should put your own picture there because that's a great icebreaker.
0: I literally haven't found any that are just like you standing, just existing. We're going to do a
1: photo shoot, me and you. We're going to do that. I feel like that's going to be the new mission.
0: This one's a good one? You think so? I think the Christmas sweater ones, the animation, that one shows, like, you have to think about what the pictures are showing you too. Like, okay, if you think about like douchebags, right? Shirtless bathroom mm-hmm. it's all in context of what not you know what i mean a lot of guys do that but i'm just saying like if you're what does that say i work out whatever blah 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 it's all you know so you party you go to ugly sweater parties you know what i mean you're a part of the reddit community like all of those things tell a story and girls are
1: and girls connecting are, dots they're reading between the lines of your picture totally like, again, when when I'm looking at your photos, I'm not saying, oh, my God, she looks like she's into the outdoors because she's outdoors on a kayak. I'm just thinking, good she's thing. good looking. So old,
0: though. And if you're saying that you're getting a lot of pull from the post-it note stuff, you can keep that as the main so people are like, oh, it's that guy that does that thing, you know? And then that's the uh, bait, as they say. <laughs> oh
1: it. I'm just you draw
0: them in with, with your me. jokes.
1: Yeah. And then the how I did how I met your mother, 20 years when you explained to your kids, how did you and mom meet? I made a pun from her name on Tinder.
0: And now it's framed above our fireplace.
1: <sighs> but also you have to take in consideration the fact that you've done this for 39 other women. So yeah. she's going to hold a little resentment towards that. So you Plus, have-
0: you have to also be selective. You know what I mean? And like... Now, now, how do you go from that step to just, cool, thanks, bye, that was funny, bye, you know what I mean?
2: I Conversations happen occasionally. It's just, um, they fizzle.
0: What happens when they fizzle?
2: Pictures what? are exchanged, is one. See,
0: you made it a huge thing. You made it a huge thing. And they're already expecting the worst, because you don't have pictures up. So they're like, oh, shit, here we go. And then you can't go far from already having that mentality. You know what I mean? I get uh, hello, I'm telling
2: you. I'll invite you guys to my wedding. About that, my wedding with one of the Tinder girls that I on that uh, you, you should,
0: I expect to be like at least in the first three rows. That's fine, yeah.
1: <laughs> I feel like you should really take our advice—one from a feminist and one who will possibly see put a tranny. These are like I mean, uh, these are really high time, yeah. opinions to really consider going you, forward.
0: I okay. A tell me okay. You're saying and aside from a conversation where you're saying it fizzled when pictures were exchanged which I really believe like if it's not on there then it's just like a thing plus anyway we already established that you can like pull them in you're just not closing the deal so True. when do they ever fizzle for different reasons than that what was when was the last date you went on what was that like
2: date um, I'm doing air quotes for the, our listeners um <laughs> It wasn't Oh,
0: hold on! My espresso machine. It's loaded. No. <laughs> no, it goes through a cleaning cycle.
1: Oh, uh, I mean, like PTSD Starbucks like flashbacks. Oh, I'm sorry. When I see the cleaning, I'm like, oh my god! Like I, it's that time. <laughs> I, I think that because I used to work at Starbucks and it's the worst job. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. So, no, it's okay. I mean, well, like,
0: if it helps, I don't go there anymore yeah. because of that.
1: So it, I mean, I get my non flashbacks from time to time. So if yeah. I freak out, I just want you to know no, totally that's the okay. reason why.
0: Listen, let me know if you want some espresso. That's not Starbucks. Okay. It's Trader Joe's. Why well,
1: I'm drinking Starbucks too. Oh it's, my God. it's selective yeah, I, PTSD, yeah. selective. It's when it comes to working at oh Starbucks. My God. Drinking I can drink Funding
0: this. the enemy. Although yeah. I heard they're really good to their
1: employees. They are. <laughs> I mean, it's not the company that's bad. It's the working.
0: Got it. It's for f- it's coffee. having to take people's coffee order in the morning. Yeah. God, I used to be so like ashamed walking up there and just being like <sighs> It's a lot of words. Get ready for You know what I mean? And it wasn't even that much, but I just knew that they were like, just ask for coffee.
1: But those are the best people. The worst one was the guy who comes in when the sun's not out, all chipper in the morning. <laughs> like, hey, good morning. I'm just out for my jog. And I'm like, you do not need to be here, dude. Yeah. Just like the sun is not out yet. I am like hungover and dying of sleep deprivation.
0: So you know those people that are always at Starbucks? Yeah. But I mean- what, what's up with those people? Because I feel like at every Starbucks, there's like three or four people that are there more than the people working. They yeah. like monitor your guys' shift changes. They're, what if they're Starbucks sleeper agents? Oh, man. I would love that
1: job. Because <laughs> right, I to be a Starbucks sleeper agent, That first of all, great business card. Yeah. And two, True. just to just sit back there and just watch people watch. People watch is the best. I've watched first dates happen.
0: Yeah, uh, how, like how many, yeah. a lot of them over coffee, I'm sure. Yeah,
1: I, I, I've seen people get stood up. I've oh, seen, man. and that sucks. And I've seen first dates go really well and really bad. I mean, it's the, uh, it's not a sit-down restaurant by any means, yeah. but I'll see it.
0: Totally, like and, a casual. Mm-hmm. Do you give them a free scone if they get stood up? Do you give them free anything?
1: I'm just like, hey man, come here, come here. I got you, <laughs> I got you. Hey, Do you I, want I, me to
0: sit with you, bro? Yeah. I can take <laughs> a 10. Yeah,
1: it's like, <laughs> we can go to the back, have a scone, have a cigarette. Oh, we'll, man. We'll, but, um. You just watch that, you know, and the, the dating in Starbucks. It's.
0: Wow. Yeah. That could be an app all on its own. Mm-hmm. Um, first of all, don't stand people up on dates. These are for the listeners. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? That's shitty. What do you guys consider getting stood up? Like someone canceling, like right before, or just like no contact?
1: I've been stood up. Like recently, I got stood up. Really? Like, yeah, like, no, no contact? contact, no contact. Fuck uh, that, yeah. dude.
0: That's horrible. Uh, and
1: And young Mark. Would have been like, yo, I would have just gone off on text messages mm-hmm. and be like, man, fuck you. You think you can stand <laughs> me up? Like, nah, that ain't cool. But now it's just like it stood me up. And I was like, all right, you know, it happens. Yeah. I'm not gonna like lose any sleep over it. And then we reconnected. We hung out once. And then wait,
0: what was her excuse?
1: I, I didn't bring it up. Cause no. I so I think at that point, what it was like, well, then if if I'm not gonna bring it up, then we're gonna hang out, then it's probably just a hookup. Right, so that's right, how right, I kind right. of did. And then I was like, okay, well, we had a good time this time. Let's do it again. And she totally dismissed it. Yeah. And didn't respond again. And then I just told her, I'm like, hey, I'm not mad, but like, you know, just please be courteous right. of my time. Like, you know, I, if I say I'm going to hang out with you, I will make sure I, I've blocked off the allotted schedule for you. Yeah. So it, it just out of a, Just out of like you know, yeah. Like you wouldn't do that to anybody. Yeah, Yeah, I wouldn't do that to my friend. Like, so it's like, why would you do that? So it's it's just me saying, hey, just let you know it's cool, but just please don't do that. Like, if if not for me, then for the future people. (laughs) Yeah,
0: seriously. Like,
1: I will I will be the martyr for that and be like, just like I'm telling you, that's not cool. Yeah.
0: So and I'm not
1: going to settle your hash and show up to your work and be like, how dare you do (laughs) this? But I'm going to just be. Uh, Voice
0: it. I mean, I I know that there's probably like the same amount of, like I feel like girls face the opposite thing where when a guy is like persistent, it's too persistent, it's weird, it's uncomfortable, you haven't answered in a while, they keep shooting you text messages. But I do find that there's like guys often face girls who just like cut, like they don't know how to cut contact by saying, hey, you know, I'm not interested or whatever. But I remember like it was just, there was like a scary feeling of doing that because you just didn't know what the guy was going to say. And I can see, like it didn't take me long to kind of grow out of that phase, but I can see why, especially like on the younger end, like girls are just like, oh, I'm just not going to say anything. And it's so easy to just ignore that text or like ignore that Tinder message or whatever. But I feel like those are some of the downsides of dating on such an impersonal app. You know, you see so much, but you really get very little, you know, because they could just drop it and you don't really have any like, body language or context to really, but you have all of these like pictures and all of this alluring stuff. So it kind of takes away, but do you guys still like hit on girls in real life? Like, or talk to them at in social settings or do you feel like because of the accessibility of your phone that that has kind of gone down in relation to like before you were on Tinder and stuff?
1: My thing is I think we, we're all LA natives here. Yes. And, uh, Usually, yeah, it's yeah, rare. It, high, five, it. high five, up right. around a table. All right, here we go. Uh, the, there is the stereotypes of being from LA or living in LA. So if you're a transplant, you've become LA. Right. And I think one of the things for me is I am not really good at striking up a conversation randomly at a bar or, mm-hmm. or anywhere, to be example. So like when people talk to me, I'm just like, what do you want from me? Like. <laughs> Here, take my wallet. And then like, granted, it's like a 70-year-old woman telling me, Hello, sweetheart. <laughs> and I'm just like, no, like, don't. Like, do not. And uh, I think that's where I start to… So and I think I, I put myself in that. I'm in LA. So, I don't want to talk to anyone because I don't want to bother them. Totally. And I, I'm like and that
0: too, for sure. So,
1: so, that's what it is for me. I, I don't care if people come up to me. It's cool. Like, I'll, uh, Once I get… I take back my wallet and put it inside out of fear… <laughs> We'll talk. Like, I mean, one example of me being an ugly Angelino was I was at a bar right near work, and I was like, I wanted to watch a basketball game because it was the finals, and the guy next to me just started talking to me, and I was like, Are you gonna rape me now? Like, what's gonna happen? Like, and he just said, Yeah, I'm from Cleveland, and that's yeah. why he's just talking. And right, I have friends right. from Texas who will just strike up conversation with people. Right.
0: That is very like, it's alarming to. It- I think LA natives, I'm definitely like that. I mean, even, I went to Lebanon in like 2008 and I was shocked mostly at how conversational everybody was with everybody else. I was like, wait, why are you asking me stuff? Yeah. I don't understand why it's we're so sad it is
1: it, it, And I think that's one thing okay. that will stop me from, you know, approaching. It, so even
0: like before oh, yeah. these kinds of apps, you're just more like, not really the type to go up to a girl.
1: Yeah, and, you know, there's a little bit of, I don't want to bug them. And then also, like, I start to overanalyze. And I think before, I I wouldn't think, oh, I should be funny and, like, lead in. I would just be thinking, because dudes will have a type, or girls will have a type on Tinder and OkCupid. Okay mm-hmm. It's like, you need to be white or Hispanic or black, <laughs> but it's never Asian. Mm, you know, it's like, it's never like, oh man, like Jet Li is so hot. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, like, you know, you never hear that kind of stuff. So as an Asian, I'm like, if I, oh, there what are a are lot it, of
0: hot Asians. Well,
1: oh, I'm sure there are. But it, like when you, when I go through these profiles and I occasionally read them because I'm bored.
0: It's like it, not Asian specific. Yeah.
1: And and you start to think like, oh, unless they're Asian then I should probably should talk to them. Hmm. So like, there's a little bit of like, of... Me, like, you know, that self-esteem, yeah, be, yeah, for lack totally. of a better word. Uh, but, you know, there's just like a lot of those things that kind of add up. And then when you start to overanalyze things and you're not comfortable in a situation of like yeah. a bar that you've never been to, yeah, you're just like, I'll just uh, sip my Jack and Coke over here in the corner. <laughs> and uh, if someone talks to me, that'll be awesome. <laughs> but I, I'm not going to do it.
0: I think it's dangerous to have a type. And especially to oh. like put that shit in your profile. Like, I'm sure I, I did that at one point, but that was more mm. like my parents' uh yeah approval card Mm -hmm. rather than like my type. But that interestingly seems to be like a huge thing that internet dating takes away, you know, which is like, it just reinforces the horrible things about dating, which is that girls need to look a certain way and guys don't have a shot in hell because like if you're basing it on like energy and I feel like it's so much easier to talk to people in real life if you just consider them people you're meeting in a social setting and like getting over your own social anxiety or whatever. But with, like the internet, it's like the opener is what you look like. I mean, that's just, it's your profile picture. That's just like the stamp on the top of the box. And it's like, people don't even want to open it if they can't get past that. But in real life, like you always, you get past that every day. You know, you meet people every day, like at work or, you know, your people that walk in the door at Apple, for example, you know, people you're engaging with them every day. And it might not always necessarily be like, a girl that you would hit on. But I feel like if you just start doing that more and then you talk to the girl the same way, then I feel like that works way better because every girl just wants to be talked to like she's a regular person, Mm -hmm. but guys get really worked up and then you learn all of these different things and do this and the stupid ass pickup artist and, you know, go wear a feather boa. Like, no, 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 no. Just be a regular person.
1: No, you're right because now there's so much information. And like back then 21 year old mark i thought i was overwhelmed and now yeah. when you see all these things of what people are looking for and and you start to hone in on that and mm-hmm. it, it becomes like i start to overthink even more Yeah, I, I haven't really gotten over that so i start to overanalyze and it's interesting you bring that up of uh you have to look good in order to just even meet up yeah. right like in 2016 like a lot of things are going away like you know like technology wise or whatever cd tapes The one thing I I was just thinking about right now is the uh, the drunken hookup, yeah. And then when you wake up, you're like, "Oh my god, I can't believe they look like this." Yeah, like that's something that's going to be kind of going away, like because the tender hookup. At least you have a good profile picture, right?
0: Right? Right? You kind
1: of know that the hookup will be good looking. Those
0: can be deceiving. Yeah, I get what you're saying.
1: But now the 2016 is like, "Oh my god, that's a tranny!" Right. Like when you when you after you hook up, that's like the (laughs) that's a new way to Pandora's box to open up.
0: Totally. I mean, it's. It's weird. I think that, I mean, and I feel like I can, saying this like now, because I'm not saying that I wasn't susceptible to all of those kind of similar things. But A, I do feel like I never really had an aesthetic type because, I don't know, like if you have lined up the guys that I've dated, they all look very, very different, different ethnicities, like very, very different. But I think that like, you don't know what your type is until you find somebody. You know what I mean? Because things about somebody you like becomes like, I'm really into that. Oh, I didn't know that I really like that, but that's so fucking cool that you embody whatever characteristic. You know what I mean? So I have a lot, and I I know I feel like women do this a lot, definitely as well, like a height thing. Oh, Like you gotta yes. be this tall. And it's like, you're not a roller coaster. Like I understand, <laughs> but I also think it comes from, you know, um, Chevy and I were talking about this. Like, I feel like it comes from the idea of wanting to be protected. Um, and that just comes back to how like you're socialized as a girl that, you need to find a guy who can protect you. And and then you get older and, you're, and get more feminist like me. And you're like, protect me for what? Dude, we're all <laughs> fucked in the same yeah. way. But we could just help at least make this ride a little bit easier. But do you guys have any specifics on your type list? So I can start yelling at you guys for that instead of yelling at girls. Uh,
2: let's see. Did we did we come up with a list on Wait, the way? Wait, you didn't
0: tell me about your last um, date.
2: Oh, okay. Okay. Um, Which kind of, it'll tie into what you, the other question you asked about approaching people at bars. Yes. Um, No, I, (laughs) but kind of the same reason to mark, I don't want to bother them. Uh, Women, I'll talk to anybody. Mm -hmm. And if I see something like, like if we were at a bar, I'm like, oh dude, that's a really cool necklace. I'm not trying to sleep with you, by the way. That's all (laughs) I wanted to like. Yeah.
1: I'm very
0: respecting of you (laughs) as a woman. (laughs)
2: Like like, that's all it was. No, I, I,
0: I, I. There's and this, by the way, they still are going to think that.
2: Like exactly, we still think that. Exactly. And, <laughs> cause, and so that's why I try not to, especially complimenting appearance, mm-hmm. because that it it just just this drippy like obviousness.
0: Yeah, that totally. comes out. And, I don't. Yeah. I I agree with that. As a so woman, it,
2: it's more like if like you ordered a Moscow Mule, I'm like, oh shit, I love that drink. Mm-hmm. Hey, high five. Cool. Okay, I'm going to leave you known. Like that's it. That's yeah, all we need yeah, to yeah. talk about. Um, the date I went on though. I, I, I do my best when I'm in charge okay. of whatever social setting I'm in, Got which it. is why I love running meetups because it's I'm the, I'm the boss man. Like mm-hmm. everyone is there because of me, and it's such a power thing. But I'm not going to deny that.
0: Hey, you know, uh, you know, acknowledging your whatever is the first step.
2: And so the last event. last girl I went out or hung out with, um, I met through a meetup. Because New Year's Eve…
0: We're talking about Reddit meetups. Yeah. Um,
2: yeah, context. by the way. Uh, um, New Year's Eve, me and a bunch of friends didn't have anything to do. So, we put out the word that we're all just going to go bar
0: hopping. Okay.
2: And anybody who wants to join us, we'll start here. Got it. And so, it was like five dudes and her. Okay. And on on the Facebook page… That's
0: a horrible ratio,
2: by yeah, the way. Yeah. Felt, I felt really bad at yeah. first. But she had fun.
0: No, I'm not… It, and, I'm, I'm not saying she wouldn't oh, have had fun. yeah, because yeah.
2: whatever. But on the Facebook page, she had said, "Hey, I'm going to be there. I'm probably going to duck out pretty early." Blah blah. Now that, that was to me that was she's going to like gauge us. Got yeah, and just, not commit. Yeah. to staying the whole day. Yeah, but she hung out till like one. Nice. And then we would chat once in a while, and I, would, and it somehow came up. I was like, "Oh, let's hang out. Let's, you know, let's do something." Mm-hmm. And there was this bar I wanted to go to. And it ended up, we just hung out at her place and we watched TV. And then we discovered we have the same like, interest in the same like, genre of music. Okay. And so for the last hour, we were just sending songs to each other and playing stuff for each other. And it was awesome. It was so much fun. And I'm so happy I met someone who shares that kind of like, music interest with me. Okay. And so that was an awesome date. Cool. In total quotation marks.
0: Oh, yeah, that sounds
2: awesome. But I wanted to drink, and she said that— what the kids
0: call Netflix and chill, buddy. I
2: guess. (laughs) I mean, there was very zero, like, chill. There was tons of Netflix, but—
0: So, wait, maybe I'm too old for this Netflix and chill thing. I understand that there are sexual undertones, but does this chill itself just mean sex? Like, there is no— No,
2: I I don't know. Netflix and chill is basically— I I would love for Netflix and chill to go back to, let's hang out and watch TV. I thought that's what it meant. (laughs) Not—
0: But like, obviously with the, I felt like the intention was you're in a home, so you're already halfway to home. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean?
2: And like, oh, there. I don't have anywhere to sit, but we better just lay in, yeah, in my bed exactly. and exactly. Yeah. oh man, do you want to like cuddle while we, it's, and
0: it, <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to take that as the definition because we can't make it that, you know what I mean? Sometimes you just got to Netflix and chill. And,
2: and that's why I have a couch in my room. So it's like, you sit there, I'll sit here. I'm trying to make the Mason I mean, Dixon line yeah. of your yeah. room <laughs> and with my pillows.
0: I mean, I feel like I totally understand that um, like what we're, you were talking about going up to girls at a bar, like you don't want to bother them because I definitely agree that in a lot of occasions, it's bothersome. And I've definitely been, you know, there, I think most girls are on the end of like, dude, like I didn't come here to talk to anybody like, or I'm with people or whatever. But I also feel like, There is kind of, um, I feel like there are ways to socially gauge the different, you know, the different types of people and what they're out for. You know, like eye contact is a huge thing, kind of like just, again, like with the body language. I, I feel like sometimes when guys would come up to me and I would respond annoyed, my body language and everything I was doing was not paying attention to this person, not making eye contact for very long in a conversation with somebody else, like girls are almost standing just in a circle with each other, you know, like there are certain social cues, but I think, I think guys are generally nervous. They're really nervous. They're out for that kind of reason. Whereas girls can, are just kind of socializing and well, whatever, if a guy comes up to you, like what, well, whatever. But there's a lot of pressure, but I think it's like, if you just like chill and get a drink and kind of, you know, or just hang out at the bar and just watch what people are doing. And I feel like if you watch anybody for a couple minutes, You're going to figure out the whole thing. Who they're here with. Is that person her boyfriend? Oh, it looks like they're all friends. Blah, 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 whatever. And then, you know, strategize.
1: And I feel feel like I can say this in front of, you know, you talk about being a feminist. I am a feminist. Yeah.
0: (laughs) I try. You know,
1: I think for me, when we start start talking about overanalyzing is like, I'll see a lot of like, you know, in social media blows up, like, you know, Buzzfeed yeah. and all these things like this dude totally tried to do this to me. Like he tried <laughs> to talk to me. Yeah, yeah. So like, and I think it takes me out of the body language moment. Totally. So I think, so what I'm starting to think is like, am I going to be that guy
0: that you that, post about on Facebook? Yeah. yeah. And,
1: like It's like, and I come up that our way to takes away the confidence and the swagger totally. of going up and talking. So it's like, as opposed to like, Hey, how's it going? Versus, uh <laughs> hey, like, <laughs> and, and you're trying to be and I think women want to feel comfortable mm-hmm. you know whether it's you're married to somebody or you're meeting someone for the first time and, yeah. and I think and that's just instinct
2: Yeah,
1: be, and that's instinct so I think for me it's like I don't want to make you feel uncomfortable right? right. and so like what I'm doing is I'm doing myself a disservice to go up to you and, and with not authority but confidence yeah. and with behind like in speaking Having that tone where it's you're like, almost
0: like trying to soften it a little, yeah, yeah. And
1: I think then it's like, who's this pussy coming up to me? Like, what's going on? Like, I I, I don't know what's his deal. And I think that's where I start to again. We start we're talking about women having these types I see on Tinder versus yeah. things I see online, and then you just start to overanalyze. Yeah. And that's I, I think that's I, I'm speaking for myself totally. when I see that.
0: I I think it's I see a lot of that too. Of um, I mean, like, okay, there's a different things. There's like our cringe pics like on Reddit where it's mm-hmm. literally like, it's like borderline harassment type of messages and I think as a guy, you know where you're at. You know, you know if you're cursing at a girl and saying, calling her a bitch because she hasn't responded to you, like that's a, a different story. But there's an actually like a very old, I, I'm going to like botch it, but I read it in The Beauty Myth where it was like, uh, they asked like, you know, the, the most common like fear between men and women um, and like, for women, it was, you know, we're afraid they'll kill us. And for men, they said, we're afraid they'll laugh at us. So it's like a similar thing. Like mm-hmm. you don't want to be put on blast for just being out there because everyone's kind of on defense. And even with a lot of those, like I see people posting kind of like putting guys on blast. Like some of them, I'm like, you didn't need to blast this guy. Like it yeah. wasn't that inappropriate. It was just desperate maybe, but like it's not inappropriate to need to blast him. But I, I can totally see how that could be like, I don't want to, Be one of those like horror stories that I'm gonna be scrolling and I see, like, shit, that was me. You know, in in,
1: in a world where you can end up famous overnight, right? You know, like, and like, you know, like guys have done it to women and women have done it to dudes. Like, the most recent thing I can think about was that guy in England who was overweight and he was dancing and they took a picture of him. Yeah. And it was, it was fucking heartbreaking to see that. And, and you're like, so I'm just thinking, like, what if I go up there and say <laughs> yeah. something stupid, and then like they're gonna be like, "Look at this dick!" Like as I'm walking away, yeah. and they get the worst image of me possible, and then that becomes the, and, and that's 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 such a drastic, you know, phobia. Yeah, no, but it's, but it, it's that's a, it's that's real, lingering. totally.
0: Like, and I think that's like the the interesting like connecting part is that there is kind of like a fear on both sides. So a lot of what affects, like, a woman's body language or whatever is this fear, like, because, I mean, when you think about what women can be or should worry about when meeting new guys, it's, like, tremendous, you know? Mm -hmm. Like, there is a lot of fear there, but I think that, um, I don't know, like, I definitely go back to the idea of not necessarily overanalyzing, but... I don't know, if you stop thinking about them as girls and you're just like, what's like, what's this person's story? You know, why is this person out here at this place? Again, like maybe a bar is a very cliche setting, wherever, you know, what are they like, whatever. I mean, work is another great place, like those kinds of things. But, um, you know, it's like, if you can kind of quiet your mind a second and just like be a storyteller of like what's happening in the place, especially like seeing those first dates at Starbucks, like it's obvious because I feel like the fear will also stop you when it is time to go up to a girl or when you should be pushing a little bit more. Like we were talking with um, a couple of other guys that were on the podcast just about like, you know, this girl was like dancing with him and made eye contact across the bar for a while. And he was still like unsure if he should go for it. And it's like, dude, yes, you have to hone in on like picking up those clues because A, it'll spare you embarrassment. You can also start picking out like the people in the group of, you know, like the girl who's very much like protective of all the friends and all of that stuff. Um, but yeah, it's like everybody has a story. And yeah. and also girls are usually out in a social setting for an occasion, unless it's like a weekday or whatever. I feel like, you know, there's a group because of safety.
1: Oh, and so, yeah. I, I mean, I can, it's always like I equate it to sports. Like when you watch sports on TV, yeah. you're like, why didn't he do this? <laughs> yeah, why didn't he yeah, do yeah. that? But I'm in the game. Yeah. So, and I can think of plenty of times where girls are giving me clues. Yeah. And I'm just a fucking it's dweeb. It's scary. I, it's scary. One moment I always, and I will forever kick myself for it, was I was in a really crowded bar. It mm. was a club, it turned to a club at a certain night. I'm walking to the restroom and I'm just like, oh, this is really crowded. I just want to go home. It's a friend's birthday. A girl puts her arm in front of me in a pillar. And then she says, what's the password? And I was just, uh, (laughs) I have to use the restroom. And I was like, oh my God. Like when I woke up the next morning, I'm like, you were such an idiot. You
0: wrote down like 35,000 things you could have said to that.
1: Anything would have been cooler than, I have to use the restroom. (laughs) Like anything. Oh, that's awesome. And I just totally whiffed it. And, and, you know, like we're talking about it and I'm like, yeah, I'm I'm so confident. I can totally do it. But it's just a matter of like…
0: In that moment.
1: In that moment. And and how do you… Become that killer athlete on the, on the, what you see on TV, like to really kill it in the dating game.
0: Do you have a lot of girlfriends?
1: Yeah. I I have a good amount. Yes. Yeah. Do
0: you guys like hang out, talk about dating and stuff like that? Do you have girlfriends that are like in relationships where you're kind of like close with the girl besides
2: me, Armin (laughs) Not Not as much, but I do have a few.
0: So I feel like those are, I mean, great. Like, I feel like if that just translated, I don't know, for me, like, if you just cuz a lot of my guy friends especially ones that are kind of like oh i don't know like how to whatever they talk completely fine with me they make really awesome jokes they're super quick you know i mean you guys have been like on today you know what i mean like it's quick it's on and i think it's obviously because there isn't that like pressure but i i do think that sometimes guys will Only bring that out when it's like, or target identified, you know, if you're kind of like just flowing in the room and talking to as many people, guys and girls, then that just like opens. Most people are together in groups. So it's like, oh, this is so-and-so or, oh, I came with my sister and her home girl or whatever, you know? So it's like, guys are very like goal-driven. It's like, there's a lot of people here, you know, break the tension by talking to whoever um, and also because as a married woman, I don't want to be ignored anymore in social
2: science.
0: <laughs> I have the key now. But um.
2: the, the More more times than not, when I've gotten the interest of a woman and like exchange numbers and we've hung out afterwards is exactly that situation where yeah. it's like a party setting or it's a group event and I'm just talking to everybody. I'm telling a story to a group yeah. of people and everyone's enjoying it. And after the fact, she, she will approach me or will be talking to it, you know? Yeah. And it will be like, Hey, that was a really funny story. And I'm like, Oh, awesome. Yeah. Cool. I have a lot of them. And she's like, Oh, I want to hear them. I'm like, cool. Here's my number. Yeah. You know, balls in your court. Bye. I'm going to go keep telling stories. Totally. It's like, like I find I've already found you attractive from talking to you and I would like to continue talking to you and I want to, you know it would be fun to go do something together but right now that's you're not what i'm focusing on right i'm just having fun with it's everybody it's also because here.
0: like when you can see like you can see and feel that confidence in somebody when they're not you know nervous or whatever and not to say that like it's difficult to not be nervous in social situations especially but like the more you're out there the easier it gets because it isn't this pressure about like i need to Whatever, get Mm -hmm. a girl's number. I need to take a girl home. If you're just like, I need to go out and meet people, then there is absolutely no pressure and you'll probably meet way more people than, you know, if there's just this like focus. But yeah, and like, I think, you know, I don't know, I think if you're funny, that's huge because a lot of guys are not. And it's like awkward and it's like, oh, what the fuck? Or like you'll make a joke and I'm sure you guys have experienced like it just kind of like goes way over Mm -hmm. and you're like, oh, okay. Well, I guess you don't watch RoboCop. So, (laughs) you know, but I think that that's like playing off of that and I can't imagine that wouldn't like help on stage. You know what I mean? Like if you are comfortable talking to like a room of people that like probably sometimes aren't even laughing, like that's insane. That's way harder.
1: It is. And again, I think when you go back to goal driven, yeah. So we start to. When you're doing stand up, you're just like, I want to make the room laugh. Yeah. So again, it's the social setting. I just want to meet people and do this. But when you find the girl that you like, and you <laughs> yeah. start honing in, yeah. <laughs> you start to, you start to come at a different angles, and you're like, all right, so, and you start to customize it, then like, how do I go into this? What do I do with that? What drink do I go into? Like, and you start doing all these different things and I think, I think this is good for me and Armin, like me specifically, to to just like talk about it because, because I think it's analyzing the game. Totally, totally. The game, game footage. So you're like, oh yeah, I did this, I did that and that's the only way you do get better. Yeah,
0: and it's important to, I think, not just talk about, you know, girls talking about dating with girls and guys talking about it with their guys because it's like, there needs to be some inter conversation because for girls, a lot of things are like, obviously, don't fucking come up to me when I'm out with. And it's like, how the fuck are guys supposed to know that they're at a bar to try to meet girls? So,
2: um, I very short story. I was, <laughs> I was at a bar with some friends and there was a group of girls and I, we didn't bother, we didn't talk to them, whatever. But one of them, after they were paying, she left, she left her card on the bar stool. And so I took it and I ran out and I was like, hey, Hey, excuse me. She turns around because I have a boyfriend, <laughs> and I said that's really fucking surprising. Here, you left your card, and I was like, "Wow!" Like, I get it.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's a defensiveness for shit, sure. That yeah, is just so rude. It it's definitely rude. I think it's like, you know, obviously it's like a. I can understand it. You know, I never, I was never the type that could, you know, and sometimes my friends would like give me shit for that. Like, I can't outwardly be rude a number one at the forefront of my mind is like i'm not trying to piss off this guy Mm -hmm. because i don't know it's like i'm it's ingrained in my mind like do not anger the beast you know just hey you know whatever but i've definitely had friends and know people who are just way more direct and i think it's it's not your fault it's that it does really occur often enough that you're fucking annoyed by the end of the night but i do agree that it's like dude you can't put blank you can't make those kind of blanket statements. And I I still agree with the idea that like, let's not piss off guys that are drinking. I mean, just generally not a good idea. So that really sucks. But at least you gave her a card. I would have just went and bought myself a drink yeah, on it. I
2: should have just <laughs> tossed it in the street. But um and same Two thing. Rugs
0: don't make a right. We have to make this world better. <laughs>
2: same thing with um just fading on a dude or just disappearing. Mm-hmm. I get it. I absolutely get it because I've seen creepy PMs and art right, and right. which by the way if I'm ever on either of those subreddits I'll probably just like move away. Yeah. Like that's my that's a big Yeah,
0: fear. it's those those are pretty hardcore though.
2: They're- exactly. Like I, I feel like I'm self-aware enough Yeah. to understand the body language and the uh, non-verbal the through texting, through media, that you're not interested. I get it. Right. And it's happened before where we're talking, we're talking, and then I just don't hear from them. And I'll send two, maybe three oh, messages.
0: Two, stop at two. And, that's the number.
2: <laughs> and there have been times where I where I was really into the girl, where I'll send that final, hey, I guess you're not interested. I get it. And it's just, it's, it's for me. It's yeah, for my, yeah, yeah. that's snotty. You know, thanks for yeah. just, you know, doing that. That's really cool of you. But, and it makes me feel good for like a little bit. Yeah. And I, and, but I, I recognize that I shouldn't have done that. There's, I
0: mean, it's, yeah, like you can, you can't. It's not going to make, like you said, it's going to make you feel better for like a second and then mm-hmm. it's over. But I think girls probably, you know, I don't know. Like I think because the internet doesn't force you to have to fake that niceness that you have to do in real life, it also didn't teach you to be direct. And I'm, speaking like from my own experience you know what i mean it's it was ne- it's never i mean it, it's like this year a couple years that i'm i have to force myself to be direct with everybody you know but it definitely exhibited itself with like being overly nice in real life even though you wanted to be like dude get the fuck away from me you know but you can't say those things and so they either exhibit themselves in ways like i have a fucking boyfriend or whatever or online it's just easier to just be like peace yeah, you know just- because yeah, you didn't learn to be like, and I think there is a lot of like, God, I don't want to drag this out and I don't want to have to explain it and I don't have time for this and I don't want to piss them off. Like a number of things. But again, it, it doesn't justify it, but.
2: But I get it. Yeah. Like, and I would I would love just a simple, hey, not feeling this, sorry, bye. Yeah. Don't even apologize. Just, I'm not feeling this. Yeah. Don't give me an explanation. You look like this, you said this, whatever. Just let me know it's done.
0: Right. But I think it's like, the risk for the girl is that you come back and say, Well, fuck you too, then, bitch. Right. And that sucks to hear, you know, in real life on the internet. So it's like, it's the, a lot of women don't want to take that gamble. They'd rather just be like, The no, the nothing is something and it means whatever. It's rude, but I feel like it definitely evolved from like the countless times that it's like, Well, what the fuck then? You know, I feel like more often because it, I don't know, guys are, interesting creatures sometimes, especially from like behind a screen. Right. Oh, they're such tough guys. Yeah, which is why, again, we're like, we're almost like, um, you know, inundated by this like online dating experience and stuff. But I don't think it's made dating easier at all. I think it's made it harder for a lot of people. I think it's isolated a lot of people. And even the people that are like, like the people that I consider like successful on Tinder, they just meet up with a lot of people and like see some action. It's Mm -hmm. never like, Substantial, or not that I've really seen outside of like you know real dating sites profiles like these quick ones. It's just like, and I think guys are less likely to go up to girls in real life because you could just flip on your phone. It's just easier. You can pick who you want to talk to. That kind of thing, you know. Right.
2: They match. I um especially so Tinder is almost like ninety percent. You look at a picture and you decide like, yeah. I'm going to sleep with this person or I want to sleep with this person. I don't. <laughs> at least with like. Okay Cupid. there's a legitimate profile.
0: Right. It's like a, yeah, it's like the, a dating site. Yeah. You and set up your whole thing.
2: And I've had much better luck on OKCupid, okay even with actual pictures up.
0: There you go. Um,
2: one girl who I consider a good friend now, we met on there, both looking just for friends. Mm-hmm. And we still talk. We, you know, nice. she has a boyfriend. She lives with him over there, but- She'll hit me up and for you know, sure. Girlfriends are
0: real friends, and the friend zone is not a p- bad place
2: to be, and you it's, know. Oh, the friend zone is such a inferior. Well, that's phrase. debatable. I mean that's like <laughs> Okay.
0: What do you guys consider the friend zone? Tell me what's frustrating about the friend
2: zone. Because it's this sense of entitlement that because I was nice to you, you should have slept with me. And now mm-hmm. you don't want to sleep with me. And now I'm in the friend zone.
0: Wait, I don't get it. Walk me through that again.
2: So so you're speaking from the girl's perspective. Yes. Yes. Okay. Okay. So from what I've gathered from the women's perspective of the friend zone, it's this, this entitlement that guys have to a woman's body mm-hmm. because they were nice to her. Okay. But she's not interested and so she like puts them in the friend zone. Put, yeah, exactly.
0: So what are the uh, benefits or what does one with a friend zone membership get? Like, what is that relationship like with that girl? Well, I, I th-
1: my thing is like, and I, I've been hit with the friend zone and I didn't go and say, I demand satisfaction. So right. we're going to make this happen. But I think it does suck because, you know... When me and you are getting to know each other and we're starting to date, like and and, and I, there's obvious interest.
0: Right, right. And
1: I think what the disservice is of the friend zone is you kind of you know my intentions. Got it. You know them. So this is from my perspective. Yeah, you know yeah. my intentions, I you know I like you, you know I wanna date you, you know I wanna hook up or whatever it is. Yeah. But you you continue to say, let's still hang out, and then all of a sudden when I started making move, you're like, well, wait a minute. Like we're mm. just friends. But like, and yeah, when girls, so when girls say, oh yeah, it's women's intuition. We know we can pick up on things. But then when I tell you, wait, like I thought it was, like I thought we had a thing. You're like, I didn't know that. I had right, no right. idea. So yeah. it's like, no, you're lying.
0: I get what you're saying where it's like, they don't know what to do with you. So they like put you in the friend zone. Yeah. And they they,
1: though- they, they kind of let things kind of, simmer or settle in, marinate. Right,
0: right, And right. you're
1: just like, well, that's… And you're leading the guy on in that end. Totally. I, and I think there's been friend zones where I'm like, all right, like, that's what it is. Like, I think I've gotten older where it's like, that's fine, like, whatever. We're yeah. friends, we're friends. But for a young guy, it's really confusing because yeah. you let me take you out. You want to hang out. Totally. Like, why would you want to hang out with me yeah. uh, under these pretenses when you knew what I I guess wanted.
0: like, yeah, I never thought about you know, starting off a relationship, obviously maybe intentions are gray, but there's definitely something. And then going into the friend zone. I think like that totally makes sense. And I, I definitely think people probably do that because again, they they don't know how to be like, Hey, yeah. we don't really need to know each other because it didn't work out that way. And we weren't even friends before that. So we can, we can't, whatever. Mm-hmm. I get that. And interestingly, it's like the opposite of a booty call. Cause there is no booty. Yeah. It's like the opposite completely. The We're
1: principle. just talking and I hate talking on the phone. We're yeah. just a call. <laughs> We're just, I just, so uh,
2: it, it, in, in sense of opposite of a booty call, it's like the way, the way it's been perceived from what I've seen at this point is I'm going to complain about all my other dudes mm. or all my other,
0: like I want you all to my other just be a, a sounding
2: I'll, board. Just listen to me. Just don't talk. Just listen to me. But, and maybe, you know, maybe a whole cuddle me a little bit, Mm. but don't you dare try to kiss me. No, no, no. We're not that. And to the guy, it's like, holy shit, what are you doing? Like you're, you're, you're crying on my shoulder and we're, we're hugging and I try and, and so I, you know, maybe I'm trying to take it a little further, and you push me away. That's such bullshit.
0: Well, don't try to feel up a girl when she's crying. On yeah, your shelter, d- but yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I get, I get what you're saying. By <laughs> you know the way, don't well, we all don't have a that. thing,
1: so let's let's not judge.
0: <laughs> no, but I, I, it's exactly the opposite of a booty call. If you don't want to be the booty call girl, because you're like, wait, so we could do all this physical stuff, but when I want to get to know you, or I want to know more about you, or I want to hang out with your friends, you're like, no, it is like the opposite. But. I mean, to that, I would say like you have complete reign over the boundaries of the relationships you have with people, you know? Because when I would think of the friend zone, it's like, you should be okay with being friends with girls. You should be okay with that. But I get that like, if you're going from semi-romantic, weird, you know, gray area, so those things need to be like discussed or whatever. But, um, you know, my whole thing was like, I don't believe a friend zone is a bad place in that Guys should seek female friendship that isn't just intimate or isn't intimate at all. You
2: know, um. the, the only thing the thing with me is I just don't like that it's that that label.
0: Yeah.
2: Um, just let's just be friends. And I've I've I am friends with women who we when we first met I had every intention of eventually becoming going into a relationship with them. Right. Because I just enjoyed everything we did so much. Yeah. And I would hope that there was a mutual um, attraction at one point where we would date. Right. And it didn't happen. Okay. They found a boyfriend.
0: So is there like direct conversation about the intention, the feeling? Oh, hey, I'm starting to like feel something. Do you, that kind of thing? Or is it all just like, well, we've hung out a lot. Do you know what I'm saying? Right.
2: No, yeah. Definitely at one point it'll be like, Hey, I'm starting to really enjoy this. I'm starting to dig you. Right. What do you think? Okay. And then it might be, uh, I no, I really enjoy hanging out with you. You're so much fun. I don't know if I want to pursue anything. Okay. Some people call that the friend zone. And it's and it's a bummer. I'm not right. gonna it's the
0: friend zone. I, I feel like if you continue the relationship as is, you know, you got yeah. your no, kind of, like I, I'm not, or your uncertain answer. And if like you maintain, and it's the same, it's like literally the exact same with a booty call. Like you can set your intention and be like, look, dude, I'm looking for something more. The guy, like let's say in this scenario would say, no, um, I'm, this is all I'm really willing to do. And then it becomes like, so are you staying in this? Because it's not going to change. You're still going to be a booty call if that's what was explicitly said. And I feel like it's similar with the friend zone. Mm-hmm. Like that's at the point where you're like, look, that's great. I, I think we, can be friends, but I want you to know that like this changes a little bit. And right. then you have to be less available to those people because again, you cannot be their emotional crutch. Right. You and know,
2: that's where I will in- internally, maybe even externally say, I'm still going to be the same person. I'm still going to be a cool guy. I'm just not going to be as affectionate
0: mm-hmm. because
2: I've realized it's
0: mixed signals. Yeah.
2: Cause at this point it's a wasted effort. Right. I, I'm still a good person, but I'm, I was affectionate because I was hoping at one point you would join yeah, me. of course. I want
0: that reciprocated for sure.
2: But, you know, you're not into it so we'll be cool but I'm not going to...
0: Do you ever kind of ask what specifically makes them not want to take it to that level just for your own, like, not, not to necessarily change who you are because I don't think you should do that but do you ever, like, ask them, like, what, especially with these, you know, these women that you kind of do reach a certain level of, like, closeness.
2: Mm-hmm. I... I've always wanted to. Yeah. But I'm kind of afraid of the answer because I can in my in my head, I can assume what the answer is. Right. And I would say it's probably appearance. Hmm. That's because of years of just You just sh- feel like your mind just goes there. Right. That's the first thing I'll go to. Cause I, I try to be hyper aware of how I'm presenting myself. Okay. In a sense of I'm trying I'm not going to be creepy. I'm not gonna say the gross things and so it'll always go appearance first, mm-hmm. and if they say, you know, hey, you, you're kind of weird about this. Or you're kind of x about y. Then I, I would love. So I would love an explanation. I would love to know why, but I also don't want to know.
0: Why. Right? Yeah, that makes sense. And plus, you always have to be like, are they being honest? You know.
2: That is the other thing. Like, you could just say anything. You could just say, oh, I. I'm just not feeling it yeah, right now. Yeah, I don't. Yeah. I don't like curly hair.
0: <laughs> I don't. Yeah. I
2: don't like. You know, good listeners and guys who smell yeah. like lilacs and shit like that. Like, yeah, well, we're like, well, what do I do then? You know, I.
0: I mean, I think like, I really think that the only way to bounce back from certain things like that is to be certain of who you are. You know, because then you you don't turn on yourself. You know, but if you're not, and of course, it's a lot. Most of us aren't. There's always things where it's like, why? Why don't you want me? Like, whatever it is, whether it's job or relationships or whatever. It's like, it takes, like, a firm, like, liking yourself. Because then you could just be like, weird, I'm awesome, goodbye, you know?
2: And it's such a hit to the self-esteem, too. I'm sure. Um, I was recently being good friends with a girl. Um, And then the past month or so, it started tapering off. Okay. And then she just disappeared. Like, I, I was unfriended on Facebook and all that. And in my head, I'm like... I, I, I'm entitled to an uh, uh, explanation.
0: What was like the last conversation?
2: It was basically, she was, she just felt like she was just scared to say she's done. Okay. And we had, but I had given her so many opportunities to do so. Yeah. Just I've told I outright said, hey, when you're not feeling this, say so. I'm a big boy. I can take it. We trust each other. Enough. Why
0: did you feel like you had to say that? Like, was something happening that you were like, "Hey"?
2: Yeah, I mean, it, you know the the
0: like delayed responses type little things.
2: It, it was just it was like the the affection was tapering off. I see. I, and I could tell it was okay. going. It was. I was waiting for it to happen. Okay. And I was trying to push it along at that point because we weren't going back. We weren't going back to how when we started. Okay. I I, I knew, so I was trying to. Just get her to say it, because I'm stubborn and I won't accept it until I'm told.
0: Okay. You well, know? again, acknowledging your own, you know, like expectations of the situation.
2: So she disappeared, and I said one last message, is like, "Hey, guess guess this is done," you know. And in my head, I was like, "I that's so uncool of you." Yeah. You told me you wouldn't do that. Like you, you explicitly told me you would but not. But you do almost
0: this. like expected her to do that you yeah. know what I mean which
2: is like manifesting it in a way in a sense, right yeah. like and it comes back to the self-sabotage I mean probably there's probably a good part of I, it was because of
0: well you I know, mean look like I whether it out there it's like it's like being ghosted by a girl right like or whoever like you already, you know the answer so like you could hear them say it or you could say it yourself the answer is the same right um and it's really like your own you know sense of self-worth that you have to kind of like deal with but would you date you?
2: I think so. You would. I think I'm interesting. I think do you, uh, I
0: Do you like, Do you like Do you like yourself? Like I feel like there's a lot you kind of like doubt about yourself and certain things that kind of come out. I feel like they mirror back something to you. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like but do you think again we were talking about like the confidence and stuff. Like do you if you do you feel confident enough in who you are that those things can start sliding off of you a little bit easier. Because it doesn't come down to, like, finding a person. It comes down to, like, not letting the world beat you down, you know? Because that's worse. It makes it harder to kind of get back up after each scenario. Right.
2: I think if we're being absolutely candid right now— Of course.
0: Kiss my angelos, candid all day, every day. No one's going to
2: hear this, right? <laughs> um,
0: It'll go in the archives. Oh,
2: God, God. <laughs> um, I like my personality. Okay. I, and I like— Who I am. I don't particularly like what I look like. Okay. So, in my head, most of my, like, issues with dating are because of my appearance.
0: Because of what you think of your appearance. Yes. Okay.
2: What I think of my appearance, what I've been, what, not explicitly told, I can't imagine. The beauty
0: ideals of this country. Trust me, (laughs) it's a feminist podcast. We can talk about this. Like, I can't (laughs)
2: can't imagine meeting someone that shitty who's just like, you just, you don't look right. Mm Mm-hmm. But I, but it's there. Like I can sense it. Okay. You know, especially, especially like with like the Tinder women that like I have nice conversations with, right? And then the picture exchange happens, and they disappear. It's and, like
0: confirming it to yeah. you,
2: and that, and that's my fault. That's one hundred percent my fault because I'm being dumb and only having. um
0: No, that's fine. Don't take it yeah. that way. I think. I mean, you said you kind of self-sabotage, I think that's a way that you do that as well. Like, I think the reason why I asked if you would date you is because of that as well. Like, if you don't think that you're attractive, it's hard to try to convince somebody. You know what I mean? You almost start to, like, manifest those, like, responses. Right. You know what I mean? It's when
1: going back to an interview. Like, again, like, yeah. how, if I'm going to a place and how I'm going to sell myself, how can I expect them to buy into me if yeah. I'm just like, oh, you know, I, I do a half-assed job. You know, this is what it yeah. is. And I think you have the w- the benefit of the fact that women tend to be more flexible. Yeah. Again, like, you know, like uh, there's women with types, yes, but, you know, it goes deeper than that. And again, when you have that cool icebreaker of yeah. like, hey, like, you know, like this guy's really cool and you don't leave the mystery of what you look like, yeah. then it's because then it, you have a better chance of standing. Like,
0: I also don't think like, I think it's so subjective, you know what I mean? Like, obviously, like, we, you know, there are the stereotypical ideas of beauty, but I think in regular life, like, okay, there are people you think are more or less attractive, right? Like, there are people I'm sure that you don't think are attractive that are dating somebody. Like, do you know what Mm -hmm. I mean? It's not like a stopgap, but it definitely is if it's in your own mind. Because, like, I don't think you're not a good-looking guy, you know? But I think you're way worse looking in your head than you are, you know? And that like is a real thing, especially like, of course, like for me, like when I first really opened up on like this whole like feminist exploration of my own life, like the beauty thing was a huge thing, you know, of like how much it like takes you out of everyday moments, you know, to just be so obsessed with that and so like horrified at what you look like or whatever that like, even when you are in a relationship, like, which... I would anticipate happening, honestly, is like you still you like doubt why this person is with you. Like, how could you be with me? I'm like, I look like this and you're better looking than me or whatever, you know? So I feel like if you kind of conquer that first, I feel like it's fine because that I could like that holds you back a lot. And it's just you. Like you won't even put your pictures on the on your profile. You know, that's like says a lot. I guess. And it's not, you're not alone in that because obviously we're in a society that like it values beauty over everything, you know. And like again, like for my own like feminist thing, that was a huge thing to start undoing because, you know, I'm I consider myself proficient in whatever my skills are, but I would lead very much with my looks and my appearance and whatever, and really play up that card because I felt like it's valuable. Until it was like, oh, just kidding, you dumb woman, you know, it's gonna come back, and then you you just you ha- you can't you have to be able to sleep at night. Right you know? there's
1: there's a very interesting exercise I've seen. Uh, where they'll get the artist and uh, they'll put him in a different room. Right. They put I them in a different room. That, yeah. And uh, what they do is the person who, let's say I'm talking about me and I have my insecurities. By the way, we're all beautiful, by the way. But we'll role play. And we'll say I have insecurities. <laughs> and um, How brave of you yeah, right now. Yeah, I know. Again, it's, it's what I do. It's, <laughs> it's the pioneer in me. And I start talking about myself. And I describe myself to the artist who's never seen me. And I say, well, I have this. I have love handles. I have a weirdly shaped head. And I'll go ahead and explain it. And the artist will draw me. Then what's going to happen is the artist has his friend go in there. And they give their interpretation. And the person who's always giving their uh, own uh, the breakdown of themselves are always way more harder. Yeah. And, and that's what it is because you're, you're your own worst critic. Totally. But how do you reel it in? And how do you really love yourself? And how do you yeah. really kind of just like, you know, I am pretty cool. Like, you know, yeah. like, and <clears throat> that starts to bleed into how you present yourself.
0: Yeah. And you're like, you're never going to look like that. Like whatever that is, you're never going to look like that. And you know what I mean? Like, it's, it's just, it's not going to happen. I tried to wear a waist trainer for one day. Not oh, happening. Tell me about it, it sister. Hurts so it's the bad. worst.
1: I almost passed out. <laughs> I did it for two days. Okay. So that was oh, bad. Oh,
0: man. That's listen, I could, you got a little slim little waistline there. I could tell. I'm it's, trying. It's it you know,
1: it's, uh, <laughs> dude,
0: that thing is insane. But like, yeah, it's, it's like realizing that A, that ideal is always going to shift whether it's just in your own mind or if it's, you know, the 90s we were we wanted all the girls to make their boobs huge and now we want every girl to make her ass huge and it's fucking exhausting. I <laughs> don't have time for all this shit, you know? And it really means absolutely nothing because it's like you see couples every day and you're like, how the fuck, Where, what is going on over here, you know? So, but um, we've been talking for two hours. And I feel like we're still, you know. Damn. Oh
1: man, we like just the skimmed the surface. I feel like yeah, yeah I was just right. ready to open up, guys. <laughs> yeah.
2: Um,
0: but hey, wait. Let me do the closing real quick. You sit with your thirst for a second.
2: <laughs> it's um, a thank for you, guys. Every time a woman said that
0: to me, <laughs> I want to thank you guys for being on the podcast. It was really amazing. I hope Dude. I instilled some feminist love into Absolutely. your life. I want. We should do another segment, honestly. I, I but, would like to. It has to be based on putting into practice some of the stuff we talked about. Fine, I'll starting I'll, with the profile pictures on Tinder. Fine, I'll
2: be better looking. <laughs> <laughs>
0: and then say fuck Tinder and go out in real life and talk to people.
2: You wanna go to is there a bar nearby? We can
0: honestly, I just recently-ish moved to this neighborhood, but I think so. Um I think so. Okay. I, you guys can each grab one of those bottles of wine and <laughs> just chug Dude, it out. Just-
1: anyway. Paper bag it uh, Paper Let's bag it, it. Yeah. But honestly I Thank you guys this is It was awesome really fun. Thank, thank you, so much you. For
0: Thank us. you for being here Come back anytime I love talking about Dating with guys I love talking about Feminism with
2: guys too Absolutely so. Anytime you'll have us Whoa.